Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Plum Wild Podcast. I hate how that music just shuts off like that, but I'll figure that out eventually. Um, it's Wednesday, January 24th. I'm Nathan Waddell, and as always, I'm joined in the booth with my best friend Damian Kiefer. Good morning, chat. So, tonight's episode is yet again presented by Majula C Speed Shop. Um, I've said it before, I'll, I'll say it again. I, I think it's one of the best places to, uh, to be as a community, uh, to, to grow and get faster and learn. Uh, the setups are fast. I mean, I just beat Kiefer by five seconds in an official last night <laughs> in Open Supers. Um, this guy yeah and uh but there's always someone around to help if you have any sort of questions or anything like that like it's a it's a great community honestly um and uh yeah use uh use code plum wild for 15 percent off at checkout that's code plum wild thanks again to uh, majula c speed shop for uh coming on board to sponsor yet another episode we got a lot to catch up on uh with with what's happened in the last week or so uh but first how you doing today keith not doing bad starting to feel feel good you know like it's been this wednesday it's five days till race day yeah loaded the, loaded up the fuel barrel today uh loaded tires and all that we're getting it's we got, it's, the, we got the food prepped we got the meals prepped we got it's plus, getting, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty what's the uh what's the drive down there <clears throat> like a how I'll, long it's i think like... it's 14 and a half hours I'll, I'll double check that real quick but uh yeah uh, that's it's uh gonna be a fun one but that's uh that's next ne- wait Four, 14 next hours and six minutes 14 hours and six minutes jesus that's a long haul to go racing dude i hope i hope it goes well for you because that's uh, i do too i hope that's a that would be a very frustrating thing to drive all that way and it not go well and i don't want to Speaking well, anything negative into existence, but I know that that's racing, but it's, like, it's racing. but I, I really hope yeah. it goes well for you for multiple reasons, but that one being one of them, uh, dude, we, uh, we had a very interesting week since the last podcast. Um, definitely a lot, a, a lot has happened in a very short time. Yeah. Um, I, I want to just start with Knoxville and NWRA. NWRA Monday. Yep. Uh, we got the Plum Wild Podcast, Super Late Model Division in Northwest Racing Association. Um, first two weeks, I mean, we've already covered it, but the first two weeks, I, I had a, two uh, strong runs, a uh, third and a fourth. Um, you, not so much, but you had the not speed, great. you just kind of... Just couldn't put it all together. Yeah. You know, just a little driving over my head and stuff, you know, just couldn't, couldn't put a night together. Yeah. Um let's just go over qualifying and then and then I got something that I want to say about the heats. Uh and oh, I'll actually I'll let boy. you go Bo, over think. here cuz you were in heat 1, weren't you? Or heat 2? Heat 2. You were heat 2, I was heat 3. So let's just talk about qualifying first. You went out before me, I believe. And, yeah. And and I didn't know what the line. Right. It's so funny. You know what's here's something we, that I wanted we to bring up. We were in Discord together. We were in Discord together. I know. I know. Here's something that we I want to bring up. I, I want to I want to bring something up here. All right. It's funny. And I I told somebody this the other day. If I'm in dis if I'm if I'm by myself in a race, I I have the utmost confidence in myself for qualifying. It doesn't matter uh 
you know, I, 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 I figure out what I think the line's going to be before qualifying. I go hit it. If, if it's good, it's good. As soon as I'm in Discord with someone else, all my confidence goes out the window, and I want to know what they're running. It doesn't matter. Most of the time, it's you. And I don't understand why I do that. But regardless, I, I, before qualifying, I'm like, I don't know what the line is. And you go out there, and you hit a pretty good lap. It wasn't bad. Uh, where, where did that put us? We were right there. You were, you were right. You were second. I was third. And you, were, and you were third. Yeah. Like we were. I you told right me top. Other, you said top. Uh, or marbles one top, and two. Marbles top, one and two. Marbles one and two. Bottom three and four. Yeah. And I thought I hit it good on lap one, and yeah. I did not. And then no. lap three, because we get three laps. Yeah. Lap three, I. But we what we call I nutted the bottom in I three and it. four, dude. I did too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it like felt so, so good. Felt so I can good. release this. I can release this information now since NDIRA is done. Why you can get an extra tenth off of four at Lernerville? Nathan learned Knoxville. This. I mean Knoxville. Sorry, we were on the hammer. Mm-hmm. Like we, were- and we just. And like to hit that bot, like whenever you're, it's like nose dragged it. Oh, I'll I mean, never be able like to hit just, that again. Oh, I, I, I probably could have hit it just a hair better. I mean, obviously, because yeah. I only qualified my third, three and, but like my three and four is pretty good. I missed it. I missed mine at one and two. I was a little high. And whenever I hit it, I hit that cut down. I hit the marbles and I just a little scuff. But man, we were on the hammer. I was feeling good and froggy. I said it. I did say last week. I said I was gonna. Run, I felt. I felt confident going to this. I just. I but felt, what about what? What happened in your um, heat race? Heat race started on the pin. Me and Chase. I was slow. Okay, Chase got by me, and then me and Tomasi are racing. Got pretty good there, and he. To me, he got a little short slider. I lifted it, kind of bumped him, but I didn't. I tried not to kill him. Uh, ended up salvaging a second. Bummed about not winning. Obviously, to start P2, starting, I think, eighth then is where yeah. I started eventually. It's a big difference, especially in a race like that. Um, especially in and up after the circumstances of in the feature. Right. Uh, no, but I just, I missed it in the heat race. I had a really good uh, qualifying setup, I felt like. Um, but yeah, it's lack speed, you know, just. And Chase and Tomasi, those guys have been pretty good I mean, in the mud lately. It's not like they're fast guys. It's not like it's, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's not like I mean, you know. By, yeah, I, you got to be on your A game to to outrun them, anyways. So right, it's not like right, right, right. It's not like I didn't get beat by. I guess, I guess you say blow. You know, I, I give Joe Mo. Yeah, yeah. But, Joe Mo watching this, like, damn, I'm catching strays, bro. And then was it Heat Four? No, uh, don't skip. I'm in Heat Three. Oh, Heat Three. Yes, yes, yes. sorry, yeah. sorry. So heat three. Look, we still started next to each other. Yeah, look, I want to. I want to. I've already talked about it a little bit. Um, I think I talked about it the night of. I talked about it yesterday. But I want to really kind of. I, I was able to kind of really think about this and and give my thoughts um, more clearly on this. So, not saying that this is in no way saying that what I did was right. I'm just giving you my thoughts as as it's happening. I week one of of NWRA, I qualify well, but we have an invert, so I don't get to start where I felt like I should have started. Week and you two had, and after a good qualifying performance, right? Week two, yeah, I didn't qualify well. We didn't have an invert. I I, I don't get to start very well. I had to work my way up. All right. Week three, Monday night, 
I, I finally qualify well and we don't have an invert. I start on the pole of my heat race and Yeager is, is kind of hounding me. I feel off pace um, mm-hmm. and it just, I don't feel good. He gets around me and I, and I immediately lose a little bit of my cool. Like I'm like, fuck, I just lost my shot at finally getting to start up front in one of these races. Um, because I know how hard, like I, I was able to pass a lot of cars That's, last week, yeah, like, but I know how hard it is to do it. Like, it's not like it's something that I can count on every week to be able to pass that many cars. So like, I'm immediately like frustrated at that. All right. Then I'm, I'm still feeling off pace. I'm trying to hit the bottom in three and four. I can't do it. I'm getting very frustrated. And then I make a little bit of contact with Andrew Clark, which I thought was on him. In, in the car, in that moment, I was like, this Whenever you're coming off a two. Yeah. yeah. Coming off a two on the back. I thought I had left him plenty of room, and, and we make contact, and then I'm pissed. Well, then I think uh, maybe the next corner we go in, and he, he you know, throws a, or runs a slider line, and I just drive it in on him, and, and I'm just getting more and more and more frustrated because now I'm about to lose second, um, and, and it's – it's going to be just the same shit as it was the week before where I'm having to scratch and claw my way up from the back of the, the field in the feature. And uh, I think maybe after that last little bit of contact, I kind of lost it. And it was like, you know, I, I threw a move in there where I knew I was either going to slide him and he was going to cut under or I was going to door the absolute shit out of him. And... I, I don't, I, I can pretty confidently say that I've never done anything like that. I'm not the type of person to lose my cool like that, but I lost my cool and I was pretty immediately, uh, uh embarrassed about it. Like I talked about it yesterday. I, like I was so embarrassed about it that I wanted to just shut the stream off. Like I was like, I can't believe I just did that shit in front of however many people watching my stream, Intercon stream, the, the UDTV broadcast, like all this. I can't believe I just did that. Um, and, but I didn't, you know, and I'm glad that I didn't. Um, and then, again, Andrew didn't do anything wrong in that scenario. I don't care what you think about Andrew Clark. I know he has people that don't like him. I'm sure he has people that do like him. But in that scenario, Andrew did nothing wrong. Like, it was literally, I, I just lost my cool. Um, and... Another thing that I wanted to point out was that I was making jokes after the fact. Um, but that's just kind of what I do in scenarios like right. that. You just kind of like joke it off. I, well, I try to just like make, yeah. a, make a joke. And I know that doesn't always come off as the right thing or, or cool or uh, appropriate. Um, but that's just kind of... Those are my thoughts on it. And I'm, I'm sorry to Andrew again. Like I'm pretty, I thought we were cool. I don't know if we are. I, I apologize to him again. Um, I I I know he got screwed out of it. We were in a transfer. All that. I mean, yeah. it's from my sure. end. I didn't do anything right. Like nothing that I did was okay. And it's um, frustrating. And he got just- screwed. But and and Eddie, I feel bad for Eddie too. Like Eddie, you know, he's the one who runs Eddie Farnes. For those of you who don't know, he runs uh, Northwest Racing Association. He, I feel I, bad you for could that. just you could just hear it in his voice after that. He was just fucking dejected, and I feel yeah. bad for him. I didn't mean to ruin his night or anything like that. I mean, it was, but um, Andrew, he um, 
he wasn't able to recover from it uh, in, in after that contact, and then he wasn't able to make his way through the uh, the uh, B main yeah, to B make main. it in. And I feel bad about that too. I wish he could have. I wish it's not Eddie's fault, but I wish something could have been done immediately to like give me a penalty or something. I don't know. Uh, it, it ruined yeah. his night, and I feel bad. But I ended up getting an EOL in the feature. Um, so I had to start, like, I ended up getting an EOL, like, from the Yeah, it's supposed the to start ninth. It's supposed to start ninth. I ended up starting 24th. Yep. Um, you started 8th. Yes. And how did, and how did you end up, how did you end up doing? You know, I felt confident going to the event. Uh, qualified second overall. Felt really confident that, and then fell back in the heat race and struggled in the heat race. So I was kind of worried going into it. Uh, felt confident still with the race card. Um, went out there, started eighth, got to fifth by the first caution on lap four. I think you said you passed, you were passing cars too, and uh, so I got to fifth. Got was able to start in the bottom, um, and just really just bided my time there and got I, I I got under a few people, kind of really close, and I was really I was hitting the bottom probably the best I've ever hit it. Honestly, that was probably the most consistent bottom I've ran passing people at Knoxville without hitting the curb and like really shoving it or moving them. Right. Uh, without even like trying not to touch people. Um, but we got it done. Uh, I ran, I thought I ran a really, really smooth race to get up to second there. Um, and then rode behind chase Chase. from about lap chase Barbara Mm -hmm. from about lap 12 to lap 48. But those laps 12 to 48, man, we were on them, I felt like, and felt like we had a really, really good card. If you look at the replay, dude, it's like y'all are just, glued together. Y'all are literally, I, you're literally all over him. And, and I, like, I, I, we'll go through the inside the mind kind of. Uh-huh. But, uh, so in the car there, I'm running second, and I, I don't want to hit the guy and, move, like, move him out of the way, especially for the lead. Because moving someone for, I'm not saying it's right for any moment, but, Bumping someone for six but is way different than bumping someone for the lead. Yeah. Especially a, a big race competing and how the, how competitive you know, how competitive it is. is and how serious it is. So I like and I want I want to beat them fair yeah. up, like straight up. Like yeah. I just want to pass you. I don't want to have to move you to pass you. But so I was riding there with Chase, uh found a little bit I was I saw Jaeger get move up and three and four we were moving up and one and two and we were still on the bottom and i was waiting for jaeger to catch me and because i didn't want chase to see it and but chase did good with the he blocked i guess as, <laughs> i i don't know it was racing i mean he won the race so he did what it, he did what it took to win um i felt like we had a really good car and then lap 48 came we had a caution yeah i go on to one and two same way I've been doing for the, the last 48 race. laps. I go in there and I go, and the car goes, <laughs> and I'm like, pushes to the, it pushes so bad if you look right, in the, so in the so, replay. So I, yeah, so I jab the brakes, cock it, get it sideways, and then get it back. And I saw Connor New and I kind of bumped. I didn't mean to bump, man, but like I was about to die and not about to go to 18th. Yeah. Um, so I got under him and just rode to fourth. And after that, I got another death push actually in three and four, yeah. which caused me to get which because I was gonna be in. Third. So then the first the first death push I got is what I'm gonna call him. I just got tight. Yeah. I awkwardly, um. 
and then come out of one and two, and I felt decent going to three and four. I was like, all right, I'm fine. I was outside of Jaeger. I was going to be third, I feel like. And I feel like Connor was going to – there was enough room to kind of get down, and I feel like Connor – if I would have positioned my car in a way sideways and got my nose down, he was going to be, it was going to be hard to pass me, especially because of the upper lane was a little bit better in my opinion. So I felt like confident that I had third going into three and four, which is still a podium. I'm chilling going into three. Fucking does it again. Like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. Slam uh-huh. on the brake, get it back going. Then that's when I bumped Connor. Didn't mean, and then after that, we were just tuned up still fast and for the next two laps. But yeah, you, yeah, it was just it was just goofy, but somebody, overall, I'll take. I got ended up fourth, yeah. and I'll take that for myself, honestly. After the first two um, weeks, I I tried to bump and chase there to pass him a few times. I be honest, got him a little sideways a few times, but it was, that's what it was gonna have to take to win it. I felt yeah. like, um, but I'll take a fourth place finish. I think I moved up a bunch of points, yeah. um, which is nice, especially since I'll be missing next this next week. Um, at Fairbury, looking for a sub. If anybody wants a sub, I don't care. Just if you want to race, go race Fairbury. Minimum, um, of, minimum of uh, fifteen hundred I rating. We'll go one we'll f- k above. Twenty five hundred. Yeah. So you you finished fourth. No. Um, someone asked me if they were like, did Kiefer blow a fucking right front? <laughs> like, yeah, no, hey. I don't, I, I really don't know. I could just went I in there. Know. I had it. So it was and, so funny. And then after I had, that, after that lap, yeah. it was fine. It happened to me. Like, it happened to me around like lap 30 or lap 35 where like it just one of those times where I entered like I had been the whole time. It just pushed. Um, I, I drove, I mean, all things considered, uh, after getting the EOL and having to start from the rear, I drove from 24th to 6th, dude. Like, that felt pretty good. And, you know, we didn't get a, uh, we didn't get a track reset again. Um, and so we ended up with a, a lockdown track that I, I ventured up there a couple of times. It just, it never really felt like it was there. I passed a few people on the very first four yeah. laps. I mean, I, and then yeah. I, then I went down immediately, and I was like, "I'm not getting off this because I know it's going to be down here yeah. immediately." Almost. I, I I I was able to just kind of motor around. Like I I, yeah. I think I just kind of hit. I was hitting, like you said, I was hitting bottom really fucking good there early. And if you could have hit it, if you could have hit it, you could pass some cars because yeah. it like if you were patient enough on entry, and that's what I, I'm I've been working on as a driver is just patience and okay, he's going to pass me be okay with it and i it, it it's helped me a lot and i've been having more better performances and i'm i'm not having these problems as much uh we ran an official yesterday where nathan beat me by five seconds uh i ran off the track three times if i could just take in my mind if i can just take those three airs out and i started on the pole i can at least run first or second there you know what i mean yeah it's just i gotta take the mistakes out and that's kind of where i went into the knoxville deal and uh hitting that bottom man if you could have hit that with no mistakes Work that bottom. You, people were just if you watch people get a little tight and push and it was a really hard line to hit i'm not saying we're jesus for hitting it every time <laughs> but um if you could have hit it and a lot of guys felt like if you missed it on entry you would skate and that person would slide a little bit it was tough, that's what, dude, that's what makes it so it. tough and that slick track especially at knoxville like that line of one and two that we were running that was a little upper 
Yeah. And like right above the bottom, you know, one lane off kind of deal. Yeah. And we were running that. I was hitting that above and kind of cutting it down right there. And it's, like, it's just awkward in the wheel when you're doing that. It's so that weird. Scenario. Especially like passing people. Then you're on the bottom and the bottom it's, but it was, it's a cool feeling, you know? Yeah. And a lot of it's just confidence in yourself too. Now. It's like, just, like you can okay. hit it. I can hit that line yeah. if I have to. And, and then if I got to hit it off 50, I can, I, I feel like I can do that. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to add, I had something wrote down here um, because I had seen some stuff about this uh, going back to the Andrew Clark deal. Um, you know, it didn't matter who that was. It could have been anybody in that scenario. It didn't matter if it was Andrew Clark. It didn't matter if that it was, could have been me. It could have been you. I mean, probably not, but like literally, I like mean, I was that frustrated. No not many, not many other people would care. Yeah. But what I'm but, saying is, it it wasn't anything to do with Andrew. It had and one other thing I wanted to say. It has no fucking relation at all to any sort of CFM, EPI war, whatever. It ain't got a fucking lick to do with that. It was I didn't give a shit who that was. I was I was I was pissed off and and insanely frustrated in that moment. It had nothing to do with anything like that. So I, I ain't, I didn't do that in the name of CFM. I did that because yeah. I was frustrated and, you and, know, and, it, it, and again, and it, it wasn't I mean, even that I was it, anyways, I don't know. But it could, I mean, and you're going to have, everyone's going to have at least, I've never seen a Nathan Waddell blow up before. Okay. And la that was just crazy to me, but everyone's going to break. Okay. We can't be perfect. You're going to have a bad night. All right. But it's 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 how you recover the, from it, I think. Right, and I, I and feel like just, I recovered from you it. Kinda, well. You kind of and you just kind of turn around and just drive. At the end of the day, just yeah. go race your race. Um, you're gonna have to kind of forget about it, shake hands, and whatever. Next time, if he bumps you, you kind of even there. And then that's what but, I told him. I was like, I mean, you. I think you kind of got, it, me you got it out. Yeah, I mean, everyone's yeah. You you gotta let it out. Eventually, it's something's gonna happen. Uh, we can't be perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So moving and, on. Uh, uh, moving on yeah. to. Uh, to Sprint Car Pro Series, um, round number nine, the penultimate round. I know you hate whenever I say that, but the penultimate round, round nine, like nine. Uh, round nine at Eldora, Bergeron does it again. He now has five wins on the season with Which one race less to go. Record? Yeah, it does. It ties his record from 2019. Um, Avila loses the points lead to his own teammate, uh, Aiden Forster. Forster ended up with a pretty good run, I think, at a top five, and Avila was uh, just outside the top ten. Um, that's uh, that shook it up a, a good amount there. Um, I think Forster has about a forty. I want to say a thirty or forty point lead now. Maybe I think he's about thirty uh, over Avila. Yeah. Bergeron is about fifty back. Um, I think it's kind of wild, like really wild that you have a guy that won one race has won one race so far in nine weeks leading the points 30 points back you have a guy who has ran inside the top eight every single week multiple Science. the most top fives probably uh besides Aiden Forster and has one finish outside of the top 10 and then in third about 10 or 15 points back, you have a guy who has won over half of the races so That's far. Right yeah. And he's not leading the points. That is, that is plum wild to me. 
truly. I like, mean, and then in fourth, uh, isn't Rumsey? Rumsey's in fourth. Is is he? He won. He won. How, how close is he? At points, I, I don't think he's close enough to have a chance. I I don't think. No? We could pull it uh, up though. I don't know if he was only like seventy five points back or something, which is still close. And you have just you have four. There's a there's a million stories here that. You know what I mean? Like where people were at the beginning of the season, throughout the season, where all yeah. the points go and fluctuate. And so, coming to the last week, right? Yeah, this is the next week is the last week at, uh, at Charlotte. Rumsey, at Charlotte. Rumsey is uh, 83 points behind, which I believe That's still I technically think. puts him at having the chance to win it because you have, uh, I think, eight points from Heats. And then uh, 76 if you win it, something along those lines. But uh, yeah. Forster, Forster has a 21-point lead over Avila. And then uh, Bergeron is, let me do some quick math here, 55 points behind, I believe. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's really it's down to those top three. Yeah, that's going to be a good show, race to watch. And the finales are always good. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot on the line there. Yep. Yeah, it's... Uh, I just I, it it blows my mind that Bergeron has five wins uh, in this yes. season. I mean that alone, but then you toss in the fact that he's not leading the points, and it's it's crazy to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that about does it uh, for this little intro here. Not much of an intro. Wow. It took up about half, man. Also, uh, points leader at Learnerville. Twenty-five. Or not Learnerville and Big Blocks now. Oh yeah, you Big Block point leader in the NWRA. Oh yeah, well, driver. Uh, what a driver, man! Dude, a driver. I had a rough night in that as well, but that, but we ended up seventh, seventh. after a long you night. Seventh last week too, didn't you? Yeah. Just, hey, consistency, baby. Consistent. Hey, Avila. <laughs> Avila. I'm pulling the Avila story. Come on. All right, so we're about ready to bring on our special guest, special. Dylan Yeager. We'll be right back with him. All right. Our special guest on this episode is the one and only Dylan Yeager. I said it wrong before we went to the break. Um, he's one of the best on the sim, no matter what he hops into, with a resume that includes both a late model Pro Series feature win and a sprint car Pro Series feature win, a Gobbler 100 victory, and multiple other accomplishments. Currently, he's leading the points in the Northwest Racing Association Plum Wild Podcast Super Late Model Division, we had him on the podcast four months ago, and it was such a good time that we had to bring him on for another round. Dylan, welcome back to the Plum Wild Podcast. How we doing, boys? How we doing? We're doing pretty good. Kiefer's got the shades on. Listen, you got your guitar there. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you start us off with a with a little song here? It's, the, it's what the people want. A little solo. A little solo. Sounds good. Give me give me one moment here to to get it going, and yeah. and we'll start off the episode. Well, the guest episode with a little bit of music. I hope yeah. you guys are metalheads. That's all I'm going to say. If you're not a metalhead, you ain't going to like this. But Dude, I feel like if you're around racing, you got to be around. Like if you're around racing, you've heard metal, you know? Here we go. I can't hear you. Shut up. There we go. There we go. Thank you. 
keeps going down. Headbang, but I don't have enough hair for it. He's a fucking ripper, dude. Shredding. <laughs> Willie's in the back. <laughs> Willie in the back. Come on. Willie's iconic. I love it. Proud dad moment.
He's he a fucking to. ripper, dude. I don't know. How, I wouldn't have the endurance. I don't know how his fingers aren't dead. Like he's using like at least four fingers at the same time. I feel like. Ripper, dude. I never got this good at guitar. I saw Nathan play the guitar today, actually. We have a video. There's the, there's the hair moving a little bit. There's another Willie spot. <laughs> I love it. Alexa, stop. Oh. Uh, round of applause, everyone. Let's hear it for Dylan Yeager. Wow. That was incredible. Well, I'm going to get a commercial. <laughs> oh Take my it to god that was uh that was fucking incredible dude no that was i believe it was one i can't song, hear you right? yet dylan we gotta wait just hey, give us a wait. minute okay yeah we gotta wait yeah we can uh entertain dude. the crowd here what a um dude. we're back free bird no <laughs> yeah that was uh, one song that dude. was ride the lightning by metallica yeah. Fucking ripper, know. dude. It's like a yeah, five. That, six is, that is my that is my favorite song to play on guitar. It's very fun. Very, dude, yeah. ripper just... on and off the track. Wow, come on. Would you say I racing has trained you for the guitar? Um, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, has, I learned has the guitar trained you for I racing? Maybe the guitar trained me for iRacing because I started playing the guitar before I got into iRacing. So how long have you been playing guitar? Um, six years. Six years. Something like that. That's pretty good for six years. That's that's really fucking good for six years. What was that guitar, by the way? Because I used to want that guitar whenever I played. This is called. It's an Epiphone, which is Gibson's sub brand. Right. Right. And it's called an Explorer. Yes, that's what it is. I dude, yeah. I wanted the Explorer so bad. Uh, after I got a I got an Epiphone Les Paul for like Christmas one year, 
Um, and then the next one I wanted was uh, an Explorer, but then I, I actually got out of playing guitar before I was able to ask for that for Christmas. Yeah, this was my first really good guitar that I got, and I this kind of has a special place in my heart, you know. Just yeah, it, I I've, still have my guitar. This is my most played. This is my most played guitar by far, I would say. And then off the screen, I also have I have a V over there, and I have a. Oh, you got the flying James V. It's the Hetfield signature from Metallica, the the singer. Yeah. That's that's his signature guitar. Yeah. And then I see a Les Paul behind you. Yeah, that's that's an LTD. I'm also too broke to afford a Gibson, so yeah, they're expensive. Great, though, dude. So. Yeah, they sound great. I love I love and I love the look. I mean, I, I grew up a huge Guns N' Roses fan, and yeah. Slash was like my guy. So like that was what I wanted whenever I got into playing guitars. Oh yeah. Yeah, that thing's it's great to play. It sounds really good. I've I've also had that one for a really long time and this one's just my favorite. I love the look of it. I love the black and white. It does have a little ding. I, I did drop it once oh, no. on the concrete and Damn. that was very I was so sad. But now it's just like it's a relic, you know. Well now now it's got some character to it, you know? Exactly. Now you know when you see this guitar, that thing belonged to fucking Dylan Yeager. Like, come on. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> now you know it you, you can't you can't yeah when the pawn star whenever you're on the pawn star episode later in life for yeah. racing icons this was yeah and that guitar is being sold by millions by howard weaver do um, you do you play guitar um with any intention of like being in a band or you just play for the fun of it like would you would you ever uh, see yourself being in a van in a band maybe at one point yeah I mean, it's it's a little too late now, you know. Since I'm like, like out of school, and I, don't, I don't I don't really have any friends. It's never but... too late to follow your dreams, buddy. <laughs> but oh boy, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I can only play rhythm. I can't solo for the life of me. I never mm -hmm. really bothered to learn how to solo. I can play like literally anything you can ever think of, rhythm. Yeah. But when it comes to soloing, it's that's not that's not my department. No, no Look, shot. So someone in chat had a really good idea. Um, what about the Plum Wild Band? You know, the Plum Wild Band. Because yeah, oh I my. don't listen. I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I could play the solo to Hotel California. If I can solo a little bit. I could solo a little bit. Yeah, I'll sing. I no, can no, sing. no. We'll figure out something else for you to do. I can yeah. sing as well, and Kiefer could be. Are you kidding me? Kiefer can play the. The triangle. I actually, I actually have a beautiful voice. Do you? you can play the recorder. I was in choir, dude. Were you? Yeah. So, oh so you. I actually, too. I, if, you don't even have to I, have a beautiful voice to be in choir, homie. Yeah, you guys, but I, you guys I gotta, can harmonize. I was, I was, I was like in. You guys can make some beautiful I was, harmonies. I was in the choir, right? Hmm. That's about it. Let's talk some racing a little bit here. Um, All right. You have been absent a lot in in recent months and you kind of shown your face a little bit around a little bit more uh recently uh with nwra i've seen you in some officials um some slr races uh what uh what kind of got you back into it a little bit you know uh i lost my job you lost your job. So, That's rather unfortunate. The, the Zamboni driver I, I, has no, lost. No, not not the Zamboni. I quit that like ten months ago or so. 
uh, I was working at an HVAC company, which is heating and air conditioning. And uh, yeah, I am no longer there. And I've been collecting unemployment for the last two months or so. And it's very boring and it sucks, but you know, yeah. we're, it's gotten me back on iRacing and hey, we're, we're running good again. So now you can focus I mean, on what's important and that's iRacing. Yeah. You know? That's, that's right. We want to be <laughs> a race car that's driver. Right. So that, that that's, number right. One. that's right. That's right. Fucking, <laughs> oh, I love Fuck Des. Man. I love Des, hey, man. Hey, he's a legend. He really is. Des so is, Des is, Des is kind of, he was kind of quiet when he came on the pod. We like, yeah, you're really. the first. He, Dude, you're the first. I don't. You're the first uh, repeat, and I feel like yeah. if we could get Dez out of his shell, he would be like Dez wild. I don't want to. I don't want to like get Dez in trouble here, but Dude. um, he told me what you got something. If you put Dez and Devin Nelson on the show together, it would be the best episode you'll ever put out. We might have to look into that. Um, yeah. but Dez told me he. He had just recently started smoking a little bit, uh, mm -hmm. like uh, maybe a week before the first, the, before his podcast, and he wanted to to have a little bit of a of a high going, but he he I guess he smoked it too early and he started coming down oh, off dead. of his high as the podcast started, and then he didn't want to he didn't want to hit it again during the podcast and get just fucking way too gone so i oh, think he i think he um i think he mistimed it a little bit that's why he was a little quiet a little more quiet than usual but um yeah it was his was good but you are the first you're the first repeat special guest because we have had uh i think maybe one or two people that have been on twice but that was like the um the fall frenzy special that mm -hmm. we did so I think Hauser yeah. was on there, and he had his own actual episode as well. And then yeah. maybe uh, I can't remember if Chris Ferguson came by after the Fall Frenzy, but I know Howard Weaver did. So, uh, but you're the first repeat guest, man. We had such a good time uh, with you the the last time. We figured, you know, uh, you're doing good in NWRA. You know, you got that's what I told you. Um, I don't know a month or so ago, whenever we were talking about it, I was like. I want you mm -hmm. to come back on, but I need you to do something. Like I was just about to say that. I was like, "Well, I, I want to be on the thing again, but I don't race. So, like, right? How am I going to get any headlines here? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's more so just race. having something that's recent to talk about a little bit for racing. Yeah. Yeah, like that's kind of the po yeah. the point. Is like, you know, this is a racing podcast at the end this of it, high racing part. So, like, we have to have to have something to talk about with racing yeah um, and i mean if i haven't raced for the last five months i mean you're gonna talk about my ghost or something yeah, yeah. you used to be really good no. back in the day this guy back in to... my day we used to have to run six to... miles up the hill both ways that's right that's right that's right we so, used to turn like 17 second laps at williams grove in the slick <laughs> Wait, was that ever a thing? <laughs> I don't. I, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what a good um, lap is at Williams Grove on this build because I, I think it's like a there. nineteen or something. I don't even know. Twenty-one. I haven't been this. Williams Grove is so underrated, dude. In supers, in supers. Oh, but whenever yeah, I talk yeah. about slick. whenever I talk about um, tracks and and really tracks and races. 99% of the time, I'm talking about supers because I hate pro lane mm -hmm. models. So if I say a track oh, is good, I'm, I'm talking about supers. 
I'm in the same boat yeah. as you. I yeah. cannot I refuse. Refuse. Oh, I will not run another one. Um, why do you? I, why do you hate pros, Kiefer? They. They don't. You don't lift. <laughs> you are in the throttle the whole time. I, I. If you can get your car set up good enough, you don't have to lift. Really? Yeah. Exactly. You have to burp yeah, it. Any you have to burp any it. track. Yeah, like any yeah. track, pretty much. It, yes. Yeah, it's not even like it's not just Eldora and like Knoxville and a few of those other big tracks. It's like every track. If like Cedar Lake was pretty much, and I was watching Nathan, it looked like at times, like well, just watching Connor, I know, like I could list. I know he's lifting a little bit, but not a lot. Like it just, in the, the the super. There's only lifting. a couple of tracks where pros are all right. It just doesn't like. I don't like how the throttle feels in the pool because you have to be spun up so high, you know, in the throttle. I feel like some of the short tracks race okay. That's what I was like, going to say. Uh, There's some okay, short I tracks. Like I haven't raced pros in a long time, but I remember Fairbury was always okay in the pros. Yes, it is. Fairbury was it always is. fun. And it's, like, I think Kokomo used to be able to run the bottom and the top, and it was good. But yeah, I don't know. It's been, it's been a while since I actually like put time into pro late models. I have. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't do it willingly. I just, I just do it because, like, if I'm streaming, I want like. Okay, I run open supers. All right, well, I don't want to just sit around and wait for fixed supers, which I did that last night. But you know, pros are right after. I want to get some more. You know, keep people watching me racing. So yeah. that's the only reason I run them. I hate relay models. Hate them. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk NWRA a little bit. You um, you're leading the points, and you've had a podium each week, right? I believe so. Yeah. A second. A third and, and a second. And a second. I mean, Mr. Consistency right here. When are you going to pick up a win, man? You look at the schedule. I mean, which one uh, kind of sticks out at you that, like, yeah, the, like, the schedule oh, coming up is actually. I, I got to pull it up, boys. Hold on. I, I was going to say, I can pull it I up. I got to find it. All right. Hit, so we. Fuck. I can't next find week's it. Fairbury. Yeah, next week's Fairbury. Fairbury, yeah. Charlotte, Cedar. I could probably win Fairbury if I qualify good. Yeah. Uh, I f- I'd like to think I'm pretty good at Fairbury. So all right, we'll we'll can just, we can just go this off the rip while we're all looking at it. Um, I'll just say I was the, I was confident in my Knoxville run. Which one? Uh, you're gonna go with that? What Nathan? What do you think your Knoxville? You've been waiting on a win too. You've been Mister driving through the field every night. What if you start out front? Which one do you think you have the best opportunity? What do you mean driving through the field? You've been driving. You've been having. A Only drove through one person. The hard man. charger. The no, hard no. Charger. The hard charger. I know. You know I what know. I'm saying? Hey, by the way, why the fuck did I not get hard charger? Just because I got an EOL at the start yeah, of the field. Yeah, like we hadn't yeah. even turned a lap. We hadn't even pulled out of the pits, and I got an EOL. I start 24th, drive to six. Why don't I get a fucking hard charger? Come on. Anyways. Yeah. Um, track that sticks out to me. I mean, I love Eldora. Uh, I just <laughs> get, get to the top. Uh, I think I. <laughs> And gross, gross, um, disgusting. I really, I mean, dirt track at Charlotte, Fairbury, maybe because I can wall tap there pretty well now. Uh, I'm not really all that confident about Cedar Lake. Uh, yeah, me neither. I know what track I think I'm Eldora is my answer, though. Eldora for sure. Oh, I'm excited about week eight and week nine. Lucas Oil and I 55. That's those are mine too. I just I like I fifty five. Lucas, dude. Lucas is a late afternoon race. We need to convince him to move that to an, a noon race because I can't see the the edge of the track whenever it's nighttime. I just can't. 
Do y'all have that problem? Like, because you know how like Lernerville, uh, Lucas Oil, like if it ups, if it's up top and there's crumbs up there, I can't see where the lip is if it's nighttime. I just can't. Not really. Uh, so it's no. just me. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, in one and maybe in one and two, but in three and four, I never have that one and two problem. for sure. For sure. One and two is just weird. Like it's it's so hard to see the edge because the crumbs like build after the cushion. Yeah. Or after the edge, and it's like, ugh. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't like I don't like that track. Yeah, I but like I like. It. Well, here's 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 why. Everybody, I know everybody gives me shit for the bloom crust thing, but uh, I want to. I like Lucas Oil because you can roll right through the middle and win that race. Don't even have to touch the slick if you get that car balanced and uh, driving enough. But uh, you can. I feel like Lucas Oil. You can like one and two. I enjoy that corner personally. I like hitting hot bottom in one and two. Hot bottom in yeah, one and two. Let me, or if you hit a good slider line, or if you rip the top, or if you get a good cut down, or if you can, like, I feel like there's so many ways to hit that line, it feels satisfying. Yeah. Let me revise my answer. I don't think that it's Three a bad track. I don't like. I don't like the way that the top is, because I think that the crumb should build where the cushion is, or the edge of the track is, so you can see where you're going. But I think it's probably a top three track for, for racing. And I, I will say this in real life because that's on a Springfield Raceway. You can roll off on the outside because it doesn't have walls, but the lip eventually does fall off. Okay. Uh, and like you'd feel it, like if you were like at the like you would get you'd wheelie up and you'd get tight, or like you just you'd get so much dip. Um, okay. So yeah, I've it, never raced. I've it never been in a real car, so I don't know. But like that <laughs> well, lip, I'll take your word. <laughs> if you go off the lip, it's gonna do it. But the lip is kind of the way you see it. It's very hard. It's going to be very, very. Because that whenever it gets slick, there that crown gets slick. At least in yeah. my mind, it's, it, it, my mind at Lucas Oil. Whenever I'm watching it, that crown gets slick, and you can get above it, especially off the two. Not really on on entry, but whenever people are washing out, just. I seem to screw up there a lot. Yeah, I always have problems just in the center. Yeah, or get like, do you like you ever get that like the tight push or? Uh huh. The, and then it just like ends you right off. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, here we go. Uh huh. And then you but, lose four tenths. The greatest feeling like, uh, is whenever you can be able to just drive in there on the gas and it just goes, and you're like, oh. What a what I want to hear more about um, week two uh, in NWRA. How you led almost the whole race, uh, and then and then get kind of beat on a restart there. What what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you kind of feel like uh, the restart was a little bit jumped by Cruz or what? No, he didn't jump it. I I just gave him the opportunity to kind of you know to to pass me, you know, and yeah. I'll give it to him. You know, he he pinched me down, he passed me clean, you know, and he ended up winning the race, but. You know, it was just demoralizing because I feel like every green flag won. won. Green flag won. Green flag won. Green flag. Sorry, I, I'm illiterate, but every green flag one we got, I would like jump out to a like a. Two, I think I had like a two second lead at one point, and I felt like I was gonna be like unstoppable. And then we kept getting those yellows, and I tried to keep him guessing on the starts. And there's only so much you can do until he guesses it right. And right you know, pulls up beside you down the front stretch and then especially at like a slick linear where you can't open up your entries at all down the straightaways. Correct. Correct. And so like on that race, I understood like if that top was really fast and if you were actually stuck on the bottom, 
the upper lane was better. Do you mean like thing, the middle, Keith. or do you mean all the way up by the fence? He means no, all no, the way no, up no, by no, the no, fence. no. No, I'm not. I'm not. Excuse the top, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, if you're the, like in Cruz's scenario, even if he's a little behind you, the out that upper lane because you have to kind of pinch the car. Um, it, the outside guy is in a really good position there. Like, yeah, and that's just a tough recovery because you can't push there if he enters on you. So you have to kind of cut down the track. Then you hit that little bump there. And like, oh, yeah. like Yeager said, you can't arc your corner correct right. for the car on your outside. That's, that's huge for a one-lane track, like a, or yes. Knoxville. Like Knoxville, if you're the car on the outside, you have a huge advantage because you right. can enter higher. And that's and why I got so much letting, more entry speed. I was letting you kind of like enter behind me at Knoxville in one and two because I knew there was no way you were going to beat it off if huh? I was up. Yeah. There was, huh? Like, there was what? Like, Whoa. Stop. Pause. Stop. I'm gonna clip that. This guy. Whoa. This guy. I, I'm not here. I, I, I'm not here. <laughs> that's not. That's not. Beat you off the corner. Okay. Why did you have to Is say it again, coming? dude? I mean, you just said it again, essentially. Be faster off the corner. <laughs> yes. There you I go. I would have there more momentum, and you were going to have to slide and lose momentum. Or move you, which I'm. I don't which, like. Or do move that. me. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't like to do that. I'm not good at it. Me Every either, time dude. I try I to do it, I wreck somebody. That's what I, I told re- you I, after Lanier. I was like, right, I, I went from. Yeah. No, I told. Nathan's I told Yeager. He really wrecks him. Shut the fuck up. After Lanier, I told Yeager. I was like, you should have just gave him the old bump and run because I went from I don't know what 18th <laughs> to sixth or fourth, whatever. I um, tried doing so it. hard. I tried so hard, but it didn't ever really feel too dirty to me. Like I would just kind of, I would just move them up out of the way a little bit and then get up under them. And, yeah. and yeah. then it's we're, like and then it's run. a real fair it's fight because crazy. the way I saw it, we were one lane. Like I wouldn't have been mad if somebody's faster behind me and does it to me. Like, it's just, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to move out of your way, but if you want to get around me, you're going to have to move me out of this lane. That is the fastest lane. Speaking yeah. of Evan- which, no, go ahead. Oh yeah. Evan was spectating that race and he was kind of like, well, it's easy to move people when the track is fast, but when it's so slow and everybody has that slow entry speed, it's so hard to knock somebody out of the way because you have no momentum on them. Well, well I would know. You, like, whenever I everybody's would bump, so even. Like, so whenever I would bump Chase, like him's just getting sideways there, he only really loses probably a tenth and a half. Where if it was tacky, he'd lose two, three tenths. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is like part of the reason because you can recover so much faster in a slick, even though you don't think you can. But you like, and then you can just drive, like, lift a little bit and drive off the corner, and you only lose really a tenth or what something I, like that. And it's just so hard. What I was doing was actually like, the I didn't actually really have to move that many people. I think I moved like three or four people. But um, wow, what I would, what I moving people, what I did was I would, I would make sure that I was on their ass on exit, and then. I stay with them all the way. Like I'm literally, my nose is almost touching them. And then going into the corner, I just lift a little later where I basically just kind of push them. It's not so much a bump. It's more of a push. So I force them to, I push them and force them to go up out of the groove. And then I'd cut under. Uh, That was kind of what I did. But um, talking about the one lane tracks, you know, we've got three weeks in a row, really, uh, where it was a one-lane track. I mean, Lernerville was the top the whole time. Uh, I think the bottom worked for a couple laps there at the beginning of the feature, maybe. Um, and then 
Uh, Lanier, bottom the whole time. Knoxville, bottom the whole time. You think we get a reset finally before the feature at, at February, and do we need it? And here's what me and Kiefer were talking about uh, yesterday was that um, Eddie, Eddie is like set on we like the day of we're doing a reset he want, or he we're not. He wants it to be scheduled. Eddie yeah, has it to wants have it to be scheduled. scheduled. And and I'm like, it's got to be a judgment call during the the B mains or if there is no B mains, the last heats. But I mean, it wouldn't be needed yeah. if there was only heats. But like it, during the B mains, you should be able to make a judgment call of whether or not we're doing a reset. Yes. And and we also need five some minutes track, to be able to work it in if we if we have a reset. Yeah, and some tracks need it and some tracks don't. Yeah, and I feel like that takes an aspect out of it to where you can't, you know, test beforehand and know if he's yes. gonna reset or not, which right. is what I have been doing for the last three weeks, knowing right. that he was not gonna reset the track. Right. So I had my mindset, you know, I'm I, I, voted, for I voted I here. voted for no reset because I told Kiefer before before we went going, I was kind of hanging out talking to these guys. And I was like, I knew he wasn't going to reset the track. So I, I was running something that was set up for right through the slick. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of how I was looking too. Um, the, the scheduled events, I'm not saying it has, it does it doesn't always have to be scheduled or it had to, either or, um, you could prepare so much better for it. And that's why the racing is not as great because it is known where if you spawn it on the racers, kind of like sometimes in the VLR events, Calavota like does some stupid stuff. Run the um, top for 20 minutes. But that's what it is. It's different. Okay. And you exactly. don't know. And it's the unexpected and that's racing. And that's racing at a real racetrack. Um, yeah. whenever it catches you, people off their because, toes, because if I could, if someone would tell me, Oh, we're not going to work in the track tonight. All right. I'm going to put the slick set up on all night. Boom. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to keep it. mud. we're going to muddy it up for the feature. Going to want to work on your stuff. You know what I mean? Um, at a real racetrack, that doesn't happen in order to make it more realistic. You just kind of got to like the track owner. Oh, I'm going to go tickle the top or I'm going to go tickle the bottom or I'm going to tickle the middle or I want the tick, you know, and that's what we got to do. Do whatever you want. You're the promoter. Do what you want. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to care that you spawn on us and we get pissed off. That's what makes better racing because you don't know, and you it, can't narrow it down and you can't fine tune it. You know what I mean? That, that's how I look at it. And I feel. I mean, I feel bad for Eddie. Like we just. And it's tough. We it's, constantly it's, it's, are. You're on in the it. wrong. You're in yeah. the wrong, no matter which way you're doing it. Okay. Because. You're gonna make this person happy, but you're gonna make this person not happy, and this person's gonna be pissed, but this person's gonna be your best friend, and this person's gonna give you a kiss, and this person's gonna punch you. Like it's so you can't it, win. Your, the opinions are all over, it and everyone thinks differently. Um, but I think for just racing, just racing as an aspect. No, I'm not talking about Eddie. I'm not talking about any other leagues or anything. The reset at random creates better racing because of the unknowns in my opinion and it just spawns yeah. and then you it just oh it's a what if oh what setup do i run oh do i need to put more gear in it oh do i need to, <clears throat> but oh it's gonna be slick do i need to change this do i need to run this what lines are gonna be you don't really know all that stuff and that's what i like about Here's the thing I though think would be fun what what pissed me off to a certain extent not really pissed me off. What bothered me was that 
he acted like it oh the racing looked good in the in the b mains like i thought it'd be good in the feature and I, i'm sitting here like i it was like obvious it's, it's it was obvious in my opinion maybe not so for lernerville but it would i think it really was for lernerville it was obvious yeah. every single time that this shit is about to be one lane at Lanier, and like everyone was running the bottom at the because the, the only B reason main. the top was good in the B main and three and four, it was because it was all around, but it was starting to get super super thin, and then we went out for that. And you're not up. running the same thing in the feature either as you would in a heat no, race. And the, so and the, and the setups don't drive the feature setup and the heat race setups do not drive the same. Yeah, it's like as as a racer, you kind of get to know, you know, after racing in a track for so much that. Especially with like Lanier, that's been Lanier forever. Is when it gets slick, it becomes one lane around the bottom. And I feel yeah. like I don't know if Eddie doesn't have as much experience racing as us. I know he's he's been around for a while, but I mean, I knew that that was going to be one lane when he left the track. Same thing with Knoxville. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Knoxville, you get the occasional where the top is good, but I'd yeah. say probably seventy five percent of the time when it's slick, it's one lane through the middle, yeah. through the bottom. the bottom. One lane off or deal. Yeah. It's always right there. One Especially lane off on around the bottom. Especially on this build. Um yeah, we, I just feel like we have so much left for grip. Kinda do. Compared to like old builds. Something like something is not right. Before, something yeah. is not right. Something's and wrong. The, and the slick. And the slick I feel like I'm blocked, dude. But here's the thing, like what and and this is Another thing that I've brought, like, you look at how the track visually looked at Knoxville, and it looked like there was plenty of grip up there at the top. No, same, same with no. It looked like there I was know, there was I, a yeah. lot of light yeah. brown, right? A lot yeah, of light it brown. Like it visually, that's what I'm beautiful. saying. Visually, it looked like there should yeah. be grip up there. Same thing with Lanier. It looked like there was visually like grip up there. That's another thing that I'm tired of. Like something is not right here. Like, and I think. Obviously, I don't have the answer, um, and I don't know how difficult the solution is. But something is not right right now with the tracks. We we get I know, one lane very easily. I know people in the Pro Series Discord. I know Rum. I think Rumsey was saying it, but it's like when the 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 tacky part of the track, like when it gets run in, needs to be more tacky compared to the slick, because. I mean, for example, with even with Kern for Wotel, if you guys watch that race at all, it was the same. It was the same exact thing. It was one line right through the middle of the track. You couldn't pass. It's like just when the track slicks off, there needs to be more of a difference between the slick, slick the super slick, and then the kind of slick, and then the tacky. Yes. Which I feel like there's not as much of a fall off as there has to be for the racing to be good. Well, like, and that goes for that goes for pretty much any track, even with Eldora, where it kind of gets locked down on the top. Yeah. I feel like if there was more grip levels on the bottom, it would be great. It would just be it would be just like real life. But, well, but if you just, go if you if you change that, then the bottoms if you put but you have to go track to track. I think because yeah, you yeah. set certain tracks, the bottoms gonna be gods here at every track or the top. You know what I mean? It's, I think it's very kind of track dependent as well. Is in a way the the way that like honestly the cars weren't great on the last build like pre refresh but the tracks and we've said this before but the tracks was the tracks were you, perfect. I think what I we're think. missing is the mid state uh, racetrack. It was like whenever you run it in and it's still 
it's like light brown right before it gets about to get slick and you run through there and it's not gripped up compared it's not it's gripped up more than the slick slick but it's not that big of a difference you're like so it's not yeah. you can just run you can just run right through the slick and just be smooth and it's, you don't even have to push the car like well on the last um, build before the refresh like at least visually it all made sense like you loaded in and the track looked muddy it was it felt muddy you worked a line in and that line got yeah. faster right right and then keep running that and it's going to start getting slicker and you're going to, your times are going to fall off. You're going to feel like you're losing grip until you're eventually like completely slick and you feel like you got nothing. Now I feel like the, the tacky just has, I mean the, the slick just has too much grip. It's, it's, it's too easy. Maybe, 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 maybe I'm just getting better at running the, the slick. Maybe my, our setups that, that we're running are, are good at finding grip in the slick, but I feel like I'm, I'm having <clears throat> too easy of a time running in the slick. It doesn't feel hard enough. Am I getting I agree. better with it, I'm or gr- like what's gr- like? You know Nashville, what I mean? Like whenever me like off of four, two a few times and off of four in the dead slick, I am mad. Full throttle. Yep. Mad. I feel like, I and in the qualifying is- at most tracks now, you're don't even lift. And that's do fine. You do that. Yeah, I get that. But like, yeah. In the feature, you can get like at Eldora, you're pretty much don't like it's. Car's got some serious amount of grip now. Out of turn four, you can just even on the top, just yeah. full throttle should, right through the middle should, of the slick. I don't know. Like I, I feel think, like last last build before the refresh, th- just to make a direct comparison, running the bottom on the last build before so the refresh. I, before the refresh, running the bottom at Knoxville, like we were Monday night, was so much harder to me. I, I could not do it as consistently yeah. and and as easily as I did Monday night. Monday night, I, I just did it. And like I said, like it maybe just because I'm getting better at it, I don't know, but it, it felt like it was so easy to do that. And it, I don't think it should feel that way. I don't think the importance of having to hit the bottom at Knoxville is that much in play anymore, especially when it gets super slick. Yeah, you just kind of be smoother and like yeah. somewhat in the vicinity, and there's enough grip in the slick that it's as long yes. as you catch a little something on exit, yeah. it's fine. Like you could go like two lanes up the other night and be as the long, same speed, right? Like as yeah. long as you didn't get cranked right or dead tight, and you just kind of kept it straight and felt it with the pedal, and then slowly rolled back into it. Like we were cr- like, I, I felt there was like I got by a. Uh, chase there we like me and jaeger could have really cranked it up there and like oh, really yeah. been on like we would have been like in the gas a lot mm-hmm. um in the slick and that's just oh for sure there Especially was kind of burns yeah. off yeah. i mean and that's what, and i get tyler here saying that longhorns are like that in real life so uh, then that's where i said is like is it just because we're so competitive at this top level or are we getting better like, at it? I don't think, but and, I don't. And it you just gotta, doesn't. Like, what percentage it feel of like, like racers? What percentage of racers are like pro series racers? Right on dirt, on dirt, yeah. and that's what we're kind of complaining about. I guess you'd say. But even then, just to even make another direct comparison, like the the there was times in that feature at Knoxville where the person in front of me is running a lane off of off of uh, the bottom, but they're in the slick, in the dead slick the whole way. I hit bottom in my opinion, really fucking good where I know my left sides are in what looks like grip right next to the berm, hitting the grip, what looks like grip on exit. And they're pulling away from me. Yeah. That, that doesn't make any sense. Yes. Right through the slick. 
if you like, because I would get below Chase a few times and he'd move up, uh, like a one lane up, and I'd be my left rear was in the grip, but he'd pull me. It just doesn't. Where in, re- it, in real life, if you catch that grip and it's that slick, you're going forward. I don't. It's just don't... the fall off on the slick is not enough for that to exactly. really be in play. Exactly. Yeah. And I wonder. Here's something that that could be. Here's something. You know, they they did adjust the tracks, um, and everything. You know, we had the dirt refresh uh, in June, and the tracks didn't wear out quick enough. All this, whatever. Tire wear was um, too egregious. Broken on on you know how how quick it wore out and how much you fell off and everything. I do wonder maybe if they adjusted the rate of the tire wear and they didn't really adjust the rate of like the grip in the slick because they wanted it like it, it made sense whenever the tires were getting worn and you were in the slick. So like a worn tire and in the slick going to feel really, really, really slick. So they probably gave a little bit more grip to the slick, right? I don't know if this is making any sense, but then, okay, they give more grip to the tires, make them wear a little less. Now we have still all this grip left in the slick and all this grip in the tires again. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if that made any sense or not, but that, that could, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Anyways. We're picky. We're picky, man. Sure. We're... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, I want to I want to know about the uh about your thoughts on sprint cars right now. You you uh you were a sprint car oh, pro boy. in 2022, correct? 2022, 2023 20, season. 2021, 2021 and 2022, I had two seasons. Right. As a pro driver. Um sprints. but you know, you're you didn't uh requalify uh you didn't keep the license and you didn't even go for the pro series uh this past year in 2023. Um have you ran much sprint car stuff on this build? I have ran a decent amount of non-wings. Uh, yeah. There's a league that I was running on Thursday nights, uh, Hoosier Open Wheel Series, I think it's called. It's 410 non-wings. They race great. They race really good, dude. Like they're so they're super underrated. People hyped like, up especially... non-wings on the last build too. I think I, I like them. I just don't ever really run them. Yeah, and they're very Holt underrated. They're, they, they are super yeah, you fun. You can't find anybody to race them because well, they're so hard to. Drive. I don't know. Look, it's no, it's what not. they. No, it's, they're it's, not it's, too bad. No, to the, to the, the what I'm saying is to the average person, average they are very hard is. to drive. So you have yeah. what is called a negative feedback loop, right? Nobody runs them because they're really hard to drive, and because nobody runs them, nobody runs them. So like, if there's an official going up and they see nobody's in there, they're not going to try to sign up for that official and hope that it ends up going officially. They're just going to say, oh, nobody's in there. I'm not even going to bother. That's a negative feedback loop on top of the fact that they're really hard to drive. But I do agree. They're, I like the non-wings. I, I might have to throw up a hosted for them uh, sometime soon. But So no, yeah. not, much, not mean, much wing sprint car stuff on this build? Little to none. I mean, I tested with evan and helped him for pro series for maybe 20 minutes one night but what are your thoughts that's all on I've, that's all i've really done i know you only got 20 minutes worth of thoughts but i mean what do you think you should be able to make I, a good I honestly I, I, minutes, honestly <laughs> i mean I don't but from someone was, from someone that was at that top level you know in the sprints yeah i mean Probably i was still. never really a huge fan of the racing in the sprint cars I don't know if it was just because I was bad, 
It's probably just because I was bad. Uh, well, let's be honest here. I hate but, racing the sprint cars. I like being, I like driving the sprint car out front, though. Yeah, even with the sprint cars, like when it got slick, sometimes you would be able to be full throttle in the middle of the slick. Mm. Like yeah. it, it was weird. Like there was times that even like weeds pour. Like I remember in three and four, I could be almost full throttle, like fully in the slick. We're just tuned up, man. Yeah. I take it you don't miss uh the Sprint Car Pro series. You don't regret not going for it or is that No, any... I, I don't I don't regret it. I, I just didn't have a lot of fun. I, I disappointed myself a lot. I feel like I, I put in a lot of time testing and stuff. And it was just like I was doing too much at the time. I was trying to race late models and sprint cars and all, all the other stuff, you know, the occasional midget or street stock. And it was just too much. And I feel like that's kind of the same boat right now that, say, Evan and Blake are in. You don't mm -hmm. see Evan as dominant as he was because he's focusing on a lot. Yeah. Because he, he has he makes setups for everything, too. Right. He's constantly in different cars. Mm -hmm. And that I feel like that's also kind of what's making him not seem as dominant in the late models as he was. I'm sure if he put his time into the late yeah. models again his full devotion he'd probably become yeah. as dominant as he was and winning almost every league race out there but i feel like that was also one of the main reasons is just because i i didn't enjoy it because i it, it was too much for me so yeah, it, was, it was, also, was very overwhelming it was overwhelming and it was also you probably felt like it was hurting your performance uh because you're trying yeah. you're spreading yourself too thin you're not able to focus on one thing mm -hmm. it, it was also just kind of demoralizing for me because like the season before i ran pretty good like yeah. i finished like e10 or p9 in points and i was like p17 the year after and i was like i'm putting in the same amount of effort and i'm just not i'm not performing and it, it sucks so it was just kind of down to that too and i was like i don't really want to have to go through the qualifiers again the qualifiers suck they're um, they're not they're not the, the best to race looking, through not looking me and nathan are looking forward to it looking you may be forward. Old. I'm not looking. Why not? Because I know we're going to probably fucking start right next to each other every week like we do every yeah, other I'm race. Your ass. Are you guys both in qualifiers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was okay. 16. Well, if I would have finished where I was um, in Pro Series at Charlotte before I got in a wreck with, that, with the Rumsey deal, um, I would have been in, but I missed it by one spot, I believe. I still think, I still think that uh, yeah. if you Dad. if you were to look at like just the points from the last five weeks, I think I might be top ten in points off those last five weeks. I I, I ended up turning my season around pretty well there at the end of the uh, of last year's pro series, yeah. but I started kicking it up at the end of the year as well. Yeah, it was um, it was definitely. Yeah. I, I was able to just finally kind of hit a, a decent groove there at the end. But so yeah, I take it you're gonna kind of full full oh my god full focus uh, late models a little bit more. Yeah, I mean that's really where the money's at as well. I mean yeah. you don't you don't see too many money races and say sprint cars, and you'd be lying if you said that you were in pro series and you weren't racing for money pretty much. You know every race you went and ran so it's it's just kind of down to down to the money and also down to me just not having as much time you know i, I go to night school now for hvac and that's two nights a week uh got a girlfriend i i like to put a lot of time 
you know. That's a full time job in itself. <laughs> yeah, I, I put a lot of time away for her, but I I don't regret it. Uh, so when when can we get her on the podcast next week or what? Yeah, where's where, oh, where's boy. she? At? She's a little. Wait, where's Willie at? Honestly, what? Come on, he might he might Willie's be coming downstairs. You want to get him on here? Oh, oh Willie. Willie's, yeah, Willie's, he's, yeah, he's an yeah, right there. You want me to go get him? Sure, <laughs> bring him on for a minute. I'll get him on a headset. Bring him on for a minute. We can, we can get Will, William's feelings of iRacing. Yeah, give me one moment. I will go get him. This, this is going to be a clip-worthy thing right here. Oh, boy. William Jaeger is an icon in the iRacing community. Um. We're, we're having a discussion with... Oh, this... He's got the beer. He's got the brewskis. Yeah. He's ready to roll. He's got the oh. Chris Ferguson shirt on. Hey, can you hear us, Willie? There. He's got a new toy. He's Look got a new at toy. him. Hello. What's going on, man? We have the famous. I got nothing, William. dude. Oh, wait. Here. here? Can you hear Hello? us? You need me Hello? To Will, Willie, me? this is Nathan in the booth. You got a copy? <laughs> I got you. Okay. Right. How you doing, man? Doing good. Good deal. I see you got the Chris Ferguson shirt on. You got the brewski beer in your hand. Just another Wednesday we, night, huh? Yeah. I thought so, I'd, you know, wear Chris's shirt tonight. Give him some I'm you know, TV time. We know you're more of a big block guy. Um, nah. No? We, you've changed no. sides? Small block modifieds. Oh, oh, but so we still, we're, we're talking oh, so. Northeast Modifieds is, is what he's been. Yeah, I'm Northeast Modified guy. Right. Northeast mo he's wearing a late model shirt, so uh, shout out. Um, I crew chiefed a small block modified yeah. for nine years. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think of iRacing and as a whole kind of a deal um, as a parent? Um, we don't really get this opportunity very often, and I think everyone loves well, you. And what is your opinion on it? Uh, not as a parent, but there's so many bad calls in these races. <laughs> it's racing. You bump somebody in the ass. You don't mean to do it, and they put you to the back. You can't slam the brakes on. You know, you're... <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yes. I mean, we got whaled a few times in the ass when we raced. Yeah. And we go over and go, what was that about? And then the other driver go, well, I thought you'd be going faster than that. And that's it. It's just this you, can't, it. you yeah. can't control that. Yeah, no, I get it. it. That's yeah. impossible. And when they do it, they put your ass to the back. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. No, <laughs> Total I, bullshit. Hey, hey, I get it. Because, like, I was in it, well, at Knoxville last, at Monday night. I don't know if you're watching, but in my heat race, me and Tomasi kind of got in a little yeah. predicament. And he slid oh, yeah, my, I saw it. And it kind of parked. But if I would have spun him, and they gave me the EOL. I lifted. You can hear it. Um, I may have not been able to, but if I slam on the brakes there, I die. So that's why I yeah, can't. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're gonna, they're gonna, as you're a gonna racer, get taken out then. As a, yes. And uh, if I would have killed him, I would have got the EOL, kind of. And I, I yes. You, you can't mm -hmm. do it all, you know? So, as a driver and as racers, you can't. There's some things that are physically, like, inhumanly just too too fast can't you can't uh, think about it and you can't you just can't do it when we raced the pitch shack would hate when i was walking up to it <laughs> they knew they were going to hear it they, oh, wanted, they wanted oh, to lock Jesus the door and Christ. close the blinds huh 
so, so what you're saying is you're glad this iRacing deal isn't is online because if we were all together in one room at one time, you don't think it would be go as good as it does? Oh, uh, it wouldn't be a good idea. Trust me. No, <laughs> no. See, I think we should. I honestly think iRacing should. I should all like for the, the pro, pro series should all be in person deal, stuff. At least the finale, dude. Like, and I know some people may not be able to make it, but the people that can, like, just. And I, I would, I would even try to help out a few guys, or like if I got to pick them up on the way there or something. But <laughs> get them all in the same room for the finale or one of the races, and all, and just race. I, I would love to see it. I would love to see it because I, I think it would be let the, them rip. You know, I, I think it would let be them best. actually race like you do, like think, real racing is. Yeah, I think let them race like real racing. It'd be the. I think it would be the best race of the year. Because I don't think you wouldn't hit anybody. <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't run over someone because I know that, Nathan's hey, they're sitting right there. <laughs> i tell you right now, Nathan is not moving anyone. Shut He's up. like, no, no, Shut no. But, I mean, it's – but it's also like Nathan bumping his way kind of through there. Um, I, I Even you see it at the top levels in, like, the big cars. Like, I mean, Bobby Pierce does it, but he wins the race. You know what I mean? He kind of may have bumped somebody and get him out of the way, but he's oh. faster and he's trying to get through there. And like the lap oh, cars yeah. and stuff. Like, Got places to be. Yeah. Got put well, in. When we raced, there was, you know, we were, got along with everybody. And, you know, we raced against Horton, Pouch, Hoffman. Uh, I mean, you look these guys, uh, you know, the, 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 Jimmy Horton. The North, yeah. The, Jimmy the Horton, the man who left Talladega. Yeah. And then the next Friday night, he was in East Windsor. His eyes were just red from the flip. He goes, man, he goes, it was the weirdest thing. He goes, car stop, car stops. I look over, guy next to me, he's got a beer in his hand. He goes, I'm in the wrong place right now. <laughs> yeah, there is. Oh, uh... Jimmy was a trip. Jimmy, Jimmy's a nice guy. Yeah, no. You know? uh... and, but these guys, because um, they were faster than us, better driver than our driver. What they would do, they go down the straightaway and they push you in the straightaway and then they let off. Yeah. So yeah. you would let them overshoot by. the corner. Well, you well, would. Well, it's just it's just letting you know, hey, I'm here oh, and I'm saying. pushing there. you. Yep, they're there. They would just push you down the straightaway and then let yeah. off. They're I kind of do that as well. I've they tell you we're here, yeah. and then Gary would let them by. Or show a nose or something like that. They don't just throw a bomb or try to. They're not bumping you to move you at the first time. It's just bumping you. Hey, I'm here. Yes. Um, because you don't have mirrors like you do on iRacing. No. Also, no. It, I feel like that is a factor of it because there's sometimes where like you can drive up on them on the insides just so they can hear you and they know you're there, and then it, it just it's kind of just a awareness in your surroundings, and I feel like. Uh, the eye racers use the mirror rather than their ears a yes. lot and their eyes forward. Look, if they would just look forward and listen to their ears and not block the person's slider or cut this guy off or slide this guy and park it on his nose, yeah. knowing you're watching your, sli- if you mm-hmm. would just look away from that and just race, if, you will be faster and you will. It's like if somebody's coming behind you in this race, yep. eye racing and, they're faster than you. They give you that little push down straight away. Yep. You're you better. You're them. better off you at the end of the day. To push them. They know you're there. They let you by. Or don't if hold they, them up. Or if they, they slide you, you up, you wreck them. If they slide <laughs> you and they're bumping you, and you know they're faster than you, 
don't keep racing with the dude like you're going out like and throw some crazy stuff and you like know like you're all I mean? you're like, like you're gonna find some speed out of nowhere like you're just gonna find some you know, that's where i think a lot of people it's just the frustrations of getting past and letting go of the emotions of well I've, it's I've frustrating going almost. backwards it's frustrating. It really is frustrating getting past and how competitive the iRacing scene is. You see it from Dylan's yes. perspective, and you oh, see yeah. how much of a grind it takes to be that level. Um, and the, whenever you step away, and how much we, the motions that go in it, and the grind, and we're so close with each other. It's, you got to be around it, and especially at the Pro Series level, and why some of these guys are so good. Um, was just a race craft. And it's not just because they're fast. It's their race craft on how they know how to turn down or know when to slide this mm-hmm. guy. Okay, I'm gonna, I know I can make this work and slide it in here and be able to cut down. And it's just being very, have very good car control. And these guys just kind of send things in there sometimes and yeah. hope for the best. Do that. In, in real life, you have to pay for it. And I racing got to hit the reset button. And I get that as point as well, um, which oh. hurts it. But. We're, it's good. We had a good race. We've had some. It's we're trying to build a better. I'm trying to be more respectful and not run through people. But then we got Nathan running through people. But golly, we're trying man. to get it a little bit better. And I think it is getting better. Um, we just need the racetracks to get a little bit better right now. They're just kind of a, a oh, they're horrendous. The yeah. last two. I know you're an avid weeks. watcher. Oh my god, that track is horrendous. Yeah, they should reset the track track for the future. Yeah. See, we got, we, got, we got the father in here. All right. I I like it because of the surprise and the, it's just different. You don't really know. And the track's going to change probably three or four times rather than one or two times. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's where we're here. We have New Egypt Bridgeport in Grandview. Mm-hmm. When they go out, when the, when the modifieds go out for their feature, it's a brand yep. new racetrack. Right. Because if you, in my mind, you can just set up for the, you can dial in a setup if you, they don't mess uh-huh. that track. Like you can get your car really, really good. It's whenever they go tickle it. Cause I've been in that situation where I've been up at the lineup, uh, this past year, I was sit, uh, starting on the front row of this race and they go out there and it was slick, slick. And they go out there and they go till it while I'm sitting staging. No, and they like, can't do that. That's bullshit. They can't but, do that. That's wrong. Well, I, I got out of the race car and made my adjustments, but, um, but like you get, you have to expect the unexpected to be able to adapt. And just overcome that. Um, and there's no granted, we were, there's no need for adapting if there's no reset there in, in like the i racing races. You you know exactly right. what to expect going in. Right. Just when we race, we always knew when we were going out there for the feature with our modifieds. Our that track was perfect for us. Yeah. It was nice it, it was smooth. ready to go. Yeah. See, you're and like, you also, and I you think should it, also know when they wave that blue flag with that yellow stripe on it, you ignore it. <laughs> you ignore it you run your line you never move off your line they're well, better yes. than you they're faster than you they will get by you if you move around you can wreck each other and you don't want to take the leader out or something I, like that I, I completely agree with you I've been the lap car and I understand the frustrations mm-hmm. and I've been the leader and I've been pissed off because of this and I've gotten wrecked actually because of this a few Last times year. Um, mm-hmm. happened. lead I was leading a 3,000 to win race, a mod race, and a lap car decided to change lines whenever I was directly underneath mm-hmm. them. Um, when you are getting lapped, race your line. If someone slides you, okay, just tuck in line. 
mm-hmm. just tuck in yeah. line. Just eat it and be the better, bigger man. Yeah. You know, just like they're better than you. Every dog has its day, and today's not your day. Oh, yeah. That's like it, you, 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 it's ne- just... you don't get off of your line when that flag is thrown. No, don't get off your line, run your line, you're running. Correct. They're faster people... than you, they're gonna get by you because it's the well, what racers hate is the unknown. And whenever lap car like coming up in a lap car is why mm-hmm. the leaders are getting nervous is because they're like they don't know what you're like when they see you coming up on them, what are you gonna do? Like, just and yeah, they might be in the fast line, but just just run it. Well, you you're the leader that you're you're supposed to find the way around you because if you're the better car in the winning race car, mm-hmm. you oh, should yeah. be able to pass the lap car. Mm-hmm. And and it may suck that they're in that lane. Ooh, but you can slide them. And as and as, as lap car, if they slide you and they and you are kind of like on pace, maybe only a tenth off. When they slide you, don't slide them back. Don't no. race them. That's what drives me nuts. And I let, see it. I see it a go. lot. You gotta let them go. And they try to drive under that person. And well, even just driving under that as a driver, that person that just slid, and you have a guy driving under you, you're gonna enter the corner, the next corner, like goofy because of him. And you could screw up his race because he like. And that's how I look at it. You just gotta be just get out of the way, kind of. I have a you question. May, I have a you, question. For for Willie, you you seem to have uh, a a a really deep understanding and, and strong opinions about like certain things about racecraft and everything. And with your son being yeah. you know an iRacer and you get to watch him race a lot, how often do you like? Are you ever Judge like him. trying to give him like advice or anything about like no. oh, why the fuck did you no. do that or there's nothing not like my that? job? No, that was not my even when we raced. That was not my job. Yeah. I worked on the car. That was it. I grew up around racing. My father, they raced at Flemington, Windsor, Nazareth, Grandview with the Modifieds. Yeah. And then we got into it, raced Windsor, Bridgeport. Uh, we'd go down to Delaware and go race bring, our Modifieds down I, there. I need to bring up my Modified. Uh, I wish they had a good mod- some good Modified races up there. Like Bridgeport's <laughs> a sweet racetrack. That's, you grew up around some pretty good racetracks around there. I know it's Northeast e- Mod Country. New Egypt's very, fa- is very yeah. fast. Dude, they, don't, they don't get, you know, they're not on flow like what yeah. Bridgeport is. Correct. But I've New heard Egypt good is- things from Dylan. And I have a friend in Jersey, and he's actually not too far out there. And I've been, Meaning, I need to go visit my buddy in New Jersey, so I might have to make a trip out to New mm-hmm. Egypt. I, that would be uh and as much as Dylan's talked about it, he's always enjoys going out there. So, it sounds like a and I well, love traveling. I just those big block and small block modified man. Small, we we run the, small blocks here. So the small blocks are uh Rocket compared to ships. well compared they to the modifieds compared to my modified it's just it's a totally different ball game up there you guys got big tires mm-hmm. they're called modified they're both called modifieds but they look completely both called modified Don't well we're northeast modifieds yeah and we're right. the well, i'm the U- U- well, we had, here. when we raced at windsor our cars were complete freaks they were not a lot they could not race any place else with that car car weighed 1700 pounds with the driver in it jesus oh we my goodness track, Holy. We ran drag rubber. Oh, 100, my. 102 inch right rear tires. We used to go out there with 17 inches of stagger. 
That's crazy. Jesus Man, we're, running a turn. we're running 339 cubic inch aluminum yeah. headed work to the gills fuel injection run on alcohol. Oh my god. We're goodness. talking Billy Pouch one year. They had an open competition race at Grandview. Billy passed everybody but the second place car lapped him. I'm sorry. Lapped yeah. everybody but the second place car pushed him across the finish line with his East Windsor car. Jesus. It was just Christ. it was amazing. Yeah. The That's car was incredible. just when the race was already 1700 pounds. <laughs> I've heard the I've heard this story actually. I think I've heard this story about this car that you're talking about. Yeah, Billy Pouch did it. Yeah. yeah. That I've heard and of that. They have incredible. At Fulton <laughs> where Richard Martal races. Yeah. Um they have a Victoria 200. Well, it used to be called the Victoria 200. It was an open competition race. Billy won five in a row. Destroyed everybody with his Windsor car. Just totally devastated. They had no chance. No, 1,700 pounds, dude. That's crazy. Uh-huh. With the dude, driver's like, that's light. That is, that's sprint that's car. Crazy. We that's... had no weight rule. Ah. No weight limit, no nothing. Yeah, that's... That makes sense. Yeah, what, what, what's a normal small black way? Uh, 2,300. 20, 23? 23? That's not too if bad. Well, there's 23 with gas and 23.50 running on alcohol. That's gotcha. not too bad. That's a little bit lighter than what the modifieds that I run are, about 100 mm-hmm. pounds or so. But Ooh. I would have I would have never guessed they were that light. I thought those cars were heavy, honestly. That was our Windsor car. That was at East Windsor Speedway. Just that was, one special one? You know, YouTube East Windsor and watch some of the races there. Them cars are just crazy. They were amazing how fast they are. Jimmy Horton open, said, open comp teal in a way. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Jimmy Horton said, cool. if, I gear, if we gear these cars right, they'll do 300 miles an hour. He goes, not two. He goes, three. He goes, they're just amazing. That's crazy. That's wild. I, I well, imagine. Willie, I appreciate you stopping by. I think it's really All cool. Right, um, for here. I think it's really cool how how supportive you are of, of Dylan and everything. Uh, I think it's really no. cool to see you on you social are... media always rooting him on. Like that's a really cool thing to see out of a father for uh for something that we just kinda do uh that some people don't this think is, is, is you know, or... I cool, know, you know? Voice, I also voice my opinion because I know Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. cool too. Yeah. yeah. I think it's cool it's that like, at the end of the day, racing is racing. You you show yeah, I think so. that emotion Especially because like, you care. The you know? mm-hmm. I think it's cool. And, it's, and that's like when Nathan Nathan and the Heat race. Like it, there's so many emotions in this and we care. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah, I think it's just cool to see someone that like a father. Up and downs of it. Like in it, yeah. And that's and you're kind of iconic now because <laughs> you've you've been You've you've been supportive along the whole way that everyone's noticed you. Yeah, a lot of people know who I am. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, they don't know, you know, seeing me nothing like that, but they know that I'm gonna say something, do something. If I see you in public, I know who you are. I'm gonna go up to you and talk. If I see the name Willie Yeager, I know it's Dylan Yeager's dad. Breakfast one morning. Yeah, Yeah, we did. (laughs) We went to High Hop. That was a good time. Yes, we Um, did. We had all the Jeep. We actually. Funny story about Willie and Dylan. They got, they got stuck in <laughs> Bristol, Tennessee together and the, when the Jeep broke down. But Willie has a new toy, and it looks like a Mustang 5.0. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Jeep is gone. Broke down. It's gone. Goodbye. Blew the transmission for the three t- third time. It had to go. That's a Jeep for you, dude. 
That's a, a Jeep. Piece of shit. They are. I <laughs> hate Jeeps, dude. I'm not a Jeep fan, but we appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, All right. Pleasure talking to you. All thank right. You, thank Willie. you very much. Absolutely. Dang, I'm not even needed anymore. This guy's stealing the right. damn show. All right, yeah, thanks we, for being we, on, Dylan. We're going to wrap this up now. <laughs> <you know. laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> He's got to pee. No, that was oh, cool. Yeah, that was, was... He's that been holding was... it in. He probably broke the seal a long time ago. Oh, my. That was sick. I did not expect a, a Willie, Willie Yeager, Yeager uh, cameo and then, and then the full interview to go along with it, dude. That was awesome. Hey, listen, he's he's an icon on here, you know? He is, he is. You got to talk to him if you get the chance. I, that's why. I, I, I was like, I saw him and I was like, I, bring him in, man, come on. I'll be yeah. honest. There was a, Everybody it was knows like, him. It was like May, and last year I was common in stash season a lot because I rocked the iconic stash here. Uh, he was upset whenever I cut the stash. And, like, honestly, if there was any person that I really cared about, I – I grew it out partially. He is partially the reason I grew out the stash again. Just so you're aware. Oh yeah, I'll tell him that. Yeah, like, <laughs> cause he was like, he was a supporter of the stash season, and like, and then I cut it off, and then he, he stopped liking my photos, man. And then I, I, got the, <laughs> I got the mustache back. I got the mustache back. He started liking my photos again. So like, Probably I started like, commenting on the stash too. Yeah, and I was like. Oh yeah. What happened? Like I, I like the stash is a part of me now. I won't shave it off again. I promise, Willie. You and the you and the stash it are the, one. Whenever, yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, what an <sighs> epic episode this has been so far. I got one last question for you. Um, well, two really. What do, like? What do you think? You know, you've been with CFM for a long time uh, now. VLR CFM. You've been a part of that whole. Group, what do you? There's people talking about, oh, the the setup shop drama is the worst it's ever been, or you know, oh, like, what do you think of it at this point? Like, do you even give a shit? You strike me as the guy that doesn't really give a shit. Uh, no, I don't care. I'm yeah, just out there racing. That's what I figured. I mean, but every, I mean, it it everybody's on an equal playing field, no matter what your what the sticker yes. on the side of your car says. I do not care. I and mean, that's and and my thing is like with the racing night now. And I was in an official the other day, um, or me and well, me and Dayton were in an official the other day. Yeah, and it felt, I, I beat it, him by five seconds. <sighs> but it was boy, every, everyone in there was either on Speed Ranch or Majolisi, and there was I was a sandwich in the middle. Um, but just because they got that name and they got that name, you can you race, just race the car, dude. Yeah, like. Don't just because, well, he's friends with that guy. Well, he's friends with that guy. Who cares, dude? Just race. If you're getting yeah. past, you're getting past. If you're passing someone, try not to kill them. Um, or, or just, you, you know, have control. You know what you're doing. Um, especially, I feel like, at this level of what we're, like, of driving. And especially some of the pro, like, the pro series drivers. Um, I know not everybody... Um, and, and WRA is exactly that level. Um, yeah. But I feel like a lot of the guys are capable of that level. Um, it's just we let the emotions get the best of us a lot of it, a lot of the times. And it, it, is, <laughs> it, is, it is it is a very emotional sport. Like, it really is. And get, Clark. getting getting the <laughs> stuck, dude. Like, oh, honestly, it does. Like, 
Monday night after that race, because what happened? Even if I didn't like running second, like just like I I walked away, left the room, I went outside, I had a cool down because I was so pissed at myself. For that's not how I felt when I lost the race at Lanier. Just like I just I just and like hate like just bummed out, dude. And like I texted Nathan like late at night. Like I was it kept me up at night. Hey, we're competitors. We we don't like to lose even two spots. And and that's why, like, whenever, like, like whenever I was having for fun, and now I'm kind of taking it serious. Having fun with it, you can't be competitive. You can have fun with being competitive, but it's a grind, and you have to keep a steady head. You can't let the emotions get the best of you, and that's kind of like thinking like as championship racing just going for points okay i I can't be aggressive here because if i can finish here for the rest of this like if i can get a top 10 here it's going to help me in points and i can maybe get a drop week and i don't have to like i can get a solid run just make the best of it make the best of it make the best of it and that's how you have to think of it um yeah that's my exact mindset as of late that's kind of how i've just try to make the best of it just do what you can and that's what kind of helped me hit the big block points lead i've had some kind of i say bad luck um i feel like i should have won or had the winning car the first week it's just hard to get by hauser it was a one lane racetrack and made a mistake and kind of ended up i ended up third um and then me and andrew got into it at cedar lake and kind of bumped me and i spun out and i caught myself and i ended up finished i think top seven or something like that um and last week or this yesterday i got in a few predicaments and uh just kind of cost me a few spots sometimes and i fell back and then i had to climb back forward and i fell back and i had to climb back forward and i finished seventh but my mindset the whole time was just like especially in the big blocks i was just kind of i've been focused on those lately because i had a better start in the season in those um especially as points aspect is the late model side of things uh i was going into knoxville kind of I need a really, really good performance to get my points back into order. Uh, looking forward to if I want to run for a points championship. Um, but, man. It's tough, dude. Like, with with the level of competition, like, you're talking, like, Hauser and Barbara. Like, those guys don't mess Tomasi, up. you, mess Nathan. Up. Um yeah, like there is so many it's guys. A, like it's when so Wilson's on it, like because Wilson wasn't there this week. Yeah, even uh, with Wotel, like I'm, I'm third in points, and I who's in there. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of there is a lot of very good people in there, and it's, it's like that. It, it's like the official I ran with Nathan, where he beat me by five seconds. I fell off the racetrack when I was leading, and that put me in third. And then I fell off the racetrack again, and that put me in sixth. I got back to third. You go back third. third. Yeah, got back to third. Fell off the racetrack again, and ended up fourth. But like, it's a little bit. And, I, and my falling off the racetracks weren't very big mistakes because obviously I saved them enough to have a decent finish. Um, Nothing crazy. Just but, fell off the but fucking like, surface. We didn't have a yellow, so those three mistakes cost probably four seconds in total will give Nathan the benefit of the doubt that he's at least a second better than me. Well, but two seconds. A second on Lucas. Okay. Okay. We'll give you two seconds. I was, yeah, I'll I was take, behind I'll Lucas. Take, I'll take two seconds. I'll give you two seconds. We'll Thank do you. two seconds. Thank you. 
Um, so let's Sorry. just say that three the three spin outs were a second each. Um, if I get those fixes those errors out, I'm competing with a winning race car. And at Knoxville, I I made one mistake there, and it cost me two spots. And that's how competitive this stuff is. You can't make mistakes, and that's why it's frustrating because we know that we are capable of hitting it 50 times in a row. Exactly perfect. We know that we can do that ourselves, and we are confident as drivers. And wherever we fail, it's it's frustrating it as a driver, and you have to be able to learn to accept your failures and just recoup and live to fight another day. Um, today, Just today's are not your day. you got to work on it. You're going to have to go home, work on it some more, and grind for, more for next week. And so kinda, how, how do we feel going into to next week at February, like legitimately? For, for NWRA? Uh, I mean, obviously Fairbury is a little nerve-wracking just because it's a little bullring and anything can happen, but I'm just hoping to continue the consistency. You know, the top threes is, would... Another top three would be great. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you got a sizable getting, point lead over me. And I'm yeah, in this is getting to the point where me. somebody... I feel like somebody could take the money for the invert. 30 bucks? Maybe somebody who is kind of a it's coming. back runner. Here's the thing: People, I don't get the poll. I don't see you say this. You know, you say this. Thirty dollars, thirty to forty dollars. People are going to start thinking. But, yeah. here, but the here's the thing: is the invert is coming. I don't see it happening this week because it's February. Like that's the thing. Like, it is I a feel small like we track. could be surprised, dude. Like if it looks racy for a heat race, I really I wouldn't be surprised. Especially since they're going to be in Heat One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be bottom dominant early, so like that's going to be even harder. Ah, uh, that is you true. Sure. I mean, you know it depends. I mean? The way Fairbury is, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing that I was talking about with the the in or not the inverts, the uh, the resets in NWRA. Like, it's. It's the not three always is not enough. It's sometimes, but it's not always a, a, a given need. thing. Like we, I don't know if Fairbury will need an in. Uh, uh, God, I keep saying invert. I don't know if Fairbury will need a reset because we Fairbury is going to be slicked off top to bottom after B mains. Right, but how much can you really do to make it good in the feature? With a reset. Work it in so you can actually use the bottom because if you don't run that in, you're going to be running the top for 50 laps. There's right. no way around it. Like, so I guarantee that. that. It's just, it's interesting. And I don't know. I'm I'm excited for February as long as I can qualify well. I, I, sometimes I'm hit or miss on hitting the bottom to its like absolute fucking perfection to hit that really good qualifying lap uh, at February. But I think I can really rip the top uh, nowadays at, at Fairbury in a, in a late yeah. model. It's uh, I'm feeling pretty good with that personally. Yeah. And if, and if mm-hmm. I get quite, if I qualify pole, I'm not taking no damn invert. I'll tell you that right now. We are yeah, not Nathan. taking the money. Nathan's a sissy. I did, dude, it. I, I'm, I, I was, I was hoping I qualified pole there at Knoxville. Cause I was going to do it just to piss me off. Yeah. It, I was just gonna do it depends it. on how confident it, I'm feeling. I, it's not even that. Like I, I, I felt, and I felt confident in my feature set as long as I, I knew. I felt like if I could just made the feature, I could go forward. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'd love to do it just to rattle it. I think it's, I think it would be fun. Uh, it's gonna definitely change things up a lot. It's gonna make people happy. It's gonna make people mad. Uh, the emotions are high. It's gonna be start getting down closer to the nitty gritty. 
Um, especially come when it's $50, $40, $50, someone will take that. I, That's this, like, I keep saying I think I see it at a, at a, um, at a bigger track. Like I, I can see someone doing it at like, I could well, see someone do it at Charlotte. You know what I mean? Like the week after, if nobody takes it at February, I could definitely see someone taking the money at Charlotte. Maybe 40 bucks at Charlotte, yeah. Yeah, you know maybe. Because I mean? it's yeah. a bigger track. You, you have a wider track to, to be able to recover from putting yourself at that disadvantage after doing an invert because you took the money. That, right. I don't know. I don't know. Personally. All right, well, uh, one thing, uh, last thing I wanted to, to talk about um, before we wrap this up is, uh, the. have you been keeping up with the Sprint Car Pro Series, Dylan? At all? Somewhat, like watching? yeah. We got, uh, not we, they have the, uh, the finale uh, at Charlotte uh, Monday night, and uh, Forster has the, uh, the points lead like we were Forster, talking earlier. baby, early. Forster. Forster has the lead, uh, the points lead, and Avila's in second, and then Bergeron in third. Bergeron with five wins on the season. How do we think this finale goes, and who do we think walks away with the points championship? I'll it's let, not uh, double points or anything, right? No, I don't think they've ever done Straight that in the Pro Series, have they? I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't think so. Well, what, well I want to know uh, your thoughts on it first, Dylan. You know, as long as Forrester makes the feature, which I think he's capable of doing, I think he's got it locked locked in. You know, he's he's been very consistent over the whole year, and I haven't seen anything out of him that says that he's not going to finish, you know, at least in the top 10. And I think as long as he finishes, what, is it like 12th, 13th? I haven't seen the actual number yet. I th- they probably said it at the end of the, the last race in their wrap-up, but I, I didn't see it. He's got plenty of room i mean as long as he runs good you know he'll yeah i have no doubt in my mind but that he's he's probably the favorite going in you never life. know you, you nev- never know I, I mean avila had an off week for uh, I, I mean it's just one of those things you have to be perfect but uh i think well, what, i think for what uh, about what you, just be tough to beat what do we what do you think if if bergeron goes and wins a sixth race it does is there any point in which you kind of, and I, I wanted to bring this up earlier, but now that we have another person to, to help voice opinions, I really want to ask it. Is there any point where you see a person with six out of six wins out of ten races in the points no. finishing third? Is there at any point do you say maybe we need to adjust our point scaling here? Because no. you don't think so? Nope. If you're not consistent during the season, I don't think you deserve to be the champion. I, I get I that. He he didn't. He missed two races, didn't he? Then he he, he missed two races. He missed. I mean, it, two features. it depends. The feature I guess. once, I think, maybe twice. I, think I mean, was it, what was it his own doing, or did he get wrecked? I, I think one of them qualified bad. Like William Scrove, he had a bad night. Yeah. Just all night. And then, see, I feel like if it's your own doing, then so be it. Listen, if you're not the most consistent through the season and you're not the high yeah. point man, then the other person deserves to be champion. I mean, yes, yeah. he's getting all these money, all this money for winning all these races. He's going to come home with like a good chunk of change after pro season, at least fifteen hundred but... bucks. Eighteen hundred yeah, for right. three for six wins. Six. Is... Yeah, yeah, plus the at point money, 15. which is going right. to be like a thousand. 
Yeah. So he's he's gonna come home with some good money, but, but yeah, I, mean, I think just, whoever whoever's a high point man at the end of the year, that's their championship. You six, know, regardless of what happens. Six wins is that not like how do you six wins out of ten races? Can you how do you say that's not consistent enough? Like that's the thing. Like I I feel like something is not quite right with the scaling of the points. If you can no, have because if you I, you just need like to go. You, he's he's got two at least two finishes in the teens. That's the problem. Yes. I mean, you can't finish outside of that. One of them, I know for a fact he got wrecked out of, out of the, out of a win in one of them. I'm pretty sure. But I'm just saying, like, if, if you, if like any number in the teen and your championship run is over pretty much. That's wild, dude. The, the, in my opinion, the difference between like the top couple drivers and points compared to everybody else is insane like they're right. so consistent like if, that, that's what i'm saying like if you finish outside of the top 10 once you can't win mm-hmm. and, and that's bergeron that was bergeron's problem right there i, like I get that he's gonna it, where... he could possibly win six races but he didn't win six heat races and or he may have uh but he he needed to win he needed to make the show and run top 10 a night. And just, we go back to that moment where I was saying the patience, you just got to eat it. You're not great one night. You're going to get passed. You don't have to be full sin and you think points if you're, that's the way you're thinking. But, uh, mm-hmm. that's yeah, the win, don't make you a chance. I mean, yeah. What do you it mean? Is. Just in the fact that there's such a big gap, like I said, between, even between last year, like Aiden Forrester, don't get me wrong, he was good last year. He made top 15, him yeah. and Avila, but they were nowhere near Bergeron or Shell or no. Tim Smith. And now it's like they're out here just pretty much dominating the series. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's a red flag because I'm sure they probably put the work in and they deserve to be up there, but it's just interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting of how high of a jump they got after one year. Cause I, I, I ran, <clears throat> I ran with them and it was like, I feel like I can beat these guys. And now they're up here running in the top five, every race. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like the same guys that I raced against last year. That's what I told Avila, like not told, but I, I brought up to Avila and whenever we had him on the podcast is that like, it, it, it does seem like quite the jump to go from, I think he finished 13th in points in his rookie year and then follow mm-hmm. it up. Like, leading the points being the most consistent driver whenever we had him on uh, and still is the second most consistent right but it it it's a weird not trying to discredit or anything say something's off it's just it is odd that the sprint car series just feels so wide open but you know talking about all these wins and everything Blake Majulis won four races in the in the late models last year and finished third in points, yeah, because he exactly. had a few bad because nights. he had some bad nights. I mean, I get no, like, it. Knoxville, Consistency he didn't make wins. It just it something about. I, hit, I, I don't. Yeah, no. Some, I don't nope. Know. Nope. I'm. I guess I'm how, wrong. it's not. It's not how. It's not how it works. I just maybe they could work on like the the point if scaling a little for, bit. Like when you're racing for points, you can't. You can't race for a win you're not racing for a win you race for points you have to think sh- differently there's it's not the same process you have to think yeah I okay mean, I, that. I need to I be patient here <laughs> you know like i need to lift <laughs> i need to just be okay i need to run eighth 
and just own it. I ran eighth. But if you're in Sprint Car Pro Series, you can't run eighth. If you want to win the championship, that's what. That's I'm so looking. crazy well, to me, I'm dude. Like you have to be okay. so consistent in that series yeah. now. It's unbelievable. Avila's worst yeah. finish was is is eighth. Was eighth. Was eighth. Was eighth. But like whenever My he was leading the points, they could just have a they could just have a chase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could chase. Come on, top four. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's oh it's boy. it's a uh, it's a tough scenario. Like I can imagine, like just put yourself in Bergeron's shoes, though. You won six. You've won. Okay, well, let's say he wins, or just and say you can't say you're a champion. Yeah, I get it. Like say just right now, he's won five out of nine races, a majority of the races, and he's not leading the points. Like imagine how pissed off you would be. Like I've. And there's races that he hasn't won that he dominated and something happened at the end. Yeah. Like, it's, it's an odd scenario. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But I'm probably wrong and stupid. Well, listen, Me Dylan, too. do you want to play us one more song before we let you go? I guess so. All right. Hold We're going to get another song. Yeah. We, had to, we had to have an encore here. What yeah, we, I'm gonna need on? I'm gonna need a minute or two. I'm gonna have to tune up. But okay, all right, we'll we'll, we'll get one in. Hold, hold your horses, boys. We'll, we'll hold, hold your it horses. here. We'll hold it here. Keeper, you and me can talk for a moment. Yeah. Are you even still here? Where are you at? Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Oh, you know I didn't go to intermission, right? What a squirrel. I mean, I can't do that. Ah. Uh, Dude, this has been a long episode. I'm we've getting been, we've been yapping, dude. I'm getting tired. Speaking of Japanese, Hannah's probably pissed. Oh, she has no talent, dude. Big mad. She's wanting to play the old Lego Fortnite after this. I set up I set up my my old gaming PC in her room. Did you? Yeah, yeah. For her? Yeah, I did. Well, she needs it for some work related stuff, but it, it's just funny seeing her with a, like a gaming PC right there where her usual setup is. I'm like, damn, she's moving up. Okay, I see you. And I turned that old PC on. I'm like, oh, old girl's still working, huh? Sound good? The PC? Not yet, not yet. Oh, you're talking about the guitar. The PC no, did not sound good. PC. No, the, the PC, PC did not sound good. good. Okay. It was funny. We're, we're in tune, boys. We're in tune. I had to smack one of the fans to get it to stop rattling. All right, we're in it tune. Was- one second, one second. We got we got dial the tone up too. We're we're doing a big switch for Metallica here. All right. Oh yeah, we're going. I think we're going soft too. Not soft, but softer. Softer. Soft for Dylan. Oh boy. Soft for Dylan. <laughs> Hashtag soft for Dylan. Dude, we could trademark that. All right. Oh, we're going to send it. I don't know if we're fully in tune or not, but we're just going to fucking send it. All right. Do you it. need to change your mic already, or did you already do that, or what? I think we should be. Oh, no, I, that definitely changed. That's what that we're sounds playing. amazing. Hit it. If anyone knows. I'm ready for this. I believe I This is the encore. Alright, enjoy boys, enjoy. Alright.
don't know why it keeps cutting it down, man. He's a rock star, man. This guy needs to be in a band. I wish it wouldn't keep, like, I don't know if it does it for you, but the volume is fluctuating on my end, but it still sounds amazing. I'm sure that's what the issue is, iRacing Chef. I just thought of that. He's trying to sing a little bit, okay. <laughs> now we have to color commentate while he's finishes. What a performance. Get my ears back on. What a performance. Listen, here. listen, it came through decent. I think the issue was with Discord. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's, I think, because it would start fine, but I think as Discord realized you were, it was like being really loud, it would suppress yeah. it down. And I tried to turn okay. it up as much as I could. It sounded great, though. All right, thanks. That, that kind of sucks. You can but... still hear No, no, you, you, can, know, you still can still hear it. it. Don't, don't get me wrong. You can still hear it. It just... Nathan just would prefer if you would blare it into his ears. Well, I mean, I wanted people to hear it at the same volume as our regular um Yeah, I had that talking. as loud as I had it for um the first song. I guess maybe since that song's mix isn't as loud. I don't know. It's still great, but... though. Well, listen. It works. still works. Dylan, we appreciate you coming by for another episode, dude. It's been a blast. And tell your dad we appreciate him stopping by for a moment as well. Hey, appreciate you, Willie. What a guy. All Saying right. they appreciate you. Thanks for All stopping right, by, Dylan.
thanks for having me again. You know, it's always a pleasure. Oh, uh, you, take a second to thank anybody if you want to. Yeah. Uh, Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just got to thank all my teammates, you know, just just everybody at CFM and Medjula C. Uh, you guys for having me on again. Uh, everybody for watching. You know, I hope everybody had a good time, you know, tuning in. Uh, got to thank everybody that was texting me there while he was <laughs> while he was on the mic. That was pretty funny. And, uh, and yeah, until next time. All right, next time. Later, man. Yeah. We'll be right back. All right. That was, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, that was one of the most fun episodes we've ever done. Like that it's was the longest fucking, episode we've ever done. Definitely the longest episode we've ever done. Um, I'm sure I am in trouble, but uh, we'll find gotta out. Get on Lego floor. We gotta go harvest some wood. Yeah. Gotta get a decent it's amount mired. of wood. Yeah. And dude, I built a launch pad. I don't know if you saw that before you logged in. I built yet. the launch pad. Put it up at the tower over there. Anyway. All right. Well, listen. You got anything else? Um, Check me out, guys, uh, on Flow next week at East Bay. I'll be racing down there. Um, Can't say. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, You'll be riding along with me kind of night by night. I'll be posting updates. On, I'll be making a new Facebook page for the racing side of things. And, uh, no, I'm really excited for the racing season, and uh, I want you guys to all kind of be a part of it in a way. Just you guys all kind of brought me, and I appreciate every person that's ever been a part of this deal on iRacing and everything. And I feel like it's really taught me a lot in the real car. And I know a lot of people don't say it's the same, but it really has taught me a lot and uh, has helped me put me in the position that I am in. And uh, I would put on a good show for you guys and get up front and get some respect for that, some iRacing guys. Hell yeah, dude. Y'all be sure to tune in to Kiefer, uh, like he said, next week on uh, on Flow. Wait, we're not going to be able to do an episode next week, are we? We're going to have to think about something. I, we're going to work. Well, you never know. It may rain out. and might get lucky. I might be able to do one with Mario Perez. He's coming to the races. I'm glad you clarified on that I'm, part. I'm, sta- I'm, actually, I'm staying at his uh, house, too. We're going to kiss yeah, that's that sounds awesome. I'm really jealous of you, honestly. That's that is that it? Are we good now? I'm ready to eat. Now. I'm hungry. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Plum Wild Podcast. It's been a long one. It's been a fun one. Thank you again to Majula C Speed Shop for uh, sponsoring uh, tonight's episode. Don't forget to use code Plum Wild for fifteen percent off at checkout. For myself and Damian Kiefer, thank you all for tuning in. Oh, I can't believe I almost forgot. Do your front flip and let's get out of here. That one was pretty good. That one was pretty good. Hey. That one felt solid. Yeah. Hey, better than last week's. Better than last week's. Better than last last week's. week's. I broke my neck. Dude, yeah. look, I had neck pain for four days. <laughs> oh, I shit. just want to say that. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, and we'll see you right back here in the next one, whether that's next week or the week after that. Thank you all so much. And we'll see you in the next one. Later.